You're listening to the A to Z of Spirituality by Divine Soul Yolandi Bosso. I work with lightworkers and starseeds who are ready to transform their lives and shine. I will be covering loads of topics relating to spiritual growth and I will teach you what I have learned on my own journey so far. A journey of connecting with my sacred Mary Magdalene sisterhood, my cosmic lineage, my earth ancestors, sacred sites around the world and my own divine soul. So, if you are ready for some profound ideas and deep spiritual connection, make sure you join me today. Grab a cuppa and let's shine. Right, welcome and today we are all about boundaries. So B is for boundaries. So <laughs> I think most of us want to run away when anyone says this word, this word. It's a bit of a swear word, isn't it? It's one of those things that I remember making my screen crawl and just having to think about it really freaked me out. So I thought I would share a bit about boundaries today and I would talk to you guys about um, what is boundaries really about because I think it's one of these things and I know in my life for sure it's something that um, I wasn't taught. I don't think it's something that my parents were taught and I don't think it's generally something in society that is... Um, an important thing that we teach our children, right? So for me, <laughs> we have to start somewhere. So I thought, let me look at boundaries as a, what is the actual definition of boundaries? So I looked it up today um, and I thought this was quite a nice, well, this is from a dictionary, but this is a dictionary definition. Um, and it is basically the limits you set with other people. Okay, so it the concept is about deciding what is acceptable versus unacceptable behavior towards you. Okay, so I thought, oh, that's quite juicy because what is my limits? Like, have any of you ever actually sat, and this including myself, sat down and said, like, so what is my limits? Like, what do I want and what do I not want? How do I want you to behave towards me and how do I not want you to behave towards me? And I think one of the things for me that I've certainly seen is that um, I dictate how people behave towards me. I give people the basically the steering or the direction as to how they are going to treat me. So it's basically all my um, it's it's my steering. If I allow people to treat me terribly, if I allow people to take advantage of me. It's all on me, right? So <laughs> like everything in my world, I always see how everything comes back to me. So I'm going to talk a bit about today about like where my boundaries started changing and where I kind of had the, the big wake up call to, to start behaving and asking for people to behave differently with me. So one of the big things for me personally is that I love being a nice girl, right? And this was a biggie for me all my life. I always had to do the right thing. Um, people pleasing was like my number one thing. I I worked myself to the bone for years, just trying to keep everyone happy and making sure that everyone likes me and loves me. And boundaries is very much, in my opinion, um, linked to our worth. And the less worthy I feel the more I need to help others to make myself feel better. Um, I need to make people feel better. Uh, I'm always lost in the priority list because everyone else's needs is always in front of mine. And for years and years and years, this is how I operated. 
um, I, I basically was always in positions in my company where I would take on extra work and I would do the extra one. You know, I would always put my hand up when no one else wanted to do the job. I would always go, okay, I'll do it because I felt guilty and I thought, oh, someone has to do this. And then Yulandi would always put her hands up. Um, for many years with friendships and stuff, what I would do is I would always be in the position where I'm always organizing things. I'm always pulling stuff together. And then the minute I stop, things fizzle out. But this was always my way of trying to keep people close to me and my way of trying to not um, feel rejected or abandoned. Okay, so and <laughs> so often, even with my own family, what I saw was that I would always be the one saying, oh, I'll do this and this and this and never give them a chance to even do things because you know, if you put your hand up and you don't ask for help, why must anyone think that they should be helping you? And then the vicious cycle is, if we are in this position where we keep on taking on more and more and more, imagine you, you've got this basket that you're holding and you just keep on, no, no, I'll do that. Don't worry, you don't have to help me. Okay, no, no, this, this it's fine. I'll do that. I'll do this. I'll do. Eventually, you end up with such a heavy basket that you can't you can't carry this anymore, right? And then all the stress that goes with that and the planning and the needing to find time to do all this stuff that we completely burn ourselves out. And I got very, very close to that point in my own life. And then when I realized what I was doing was <laughs> I had someone very, um, not rudely, but sort of like in my face say to me that, um, you're becoming a martyr. <laughs> you are literally in that position where you're resenting everyone um, because woe is me. I'm doing everything for everyone else and no one's doing anything for me. And I was just like, that's exactly what's happening. How do I get out of that? And then I realized, well, I'm putting all of this stuff on me. No one, but no one is actually expecting any of this from me. So I needed to step back and go, okay, how do I stop this whole martyr thing? How do I actually stop myself from overworking, overgiving, over, over, over the whole time and becoming a doormat for everyone else? Because it's important to understand that I chose that. I chose to be that person who would do everything for everyone else. I chose all of that. No one ever held a gun to my head and said, Yulandi, you had to be the overachiever girl. Yulandi, you have to be the super nice girl who does everything for everyone else, right? It was like no one did that. It was just me. There was no one else in the world who forced me to behave in this way except me because I wanted people to like me and I wanted people to love me and not to reject me. But when I started realizing that, actually, this is not good for me. This is burning me out. This is literally killing me. I needed to step back. And I was so grateful for that day when I got that kick in the teeth. And I'm like, I don't want to be a martyr for this. I'm like, this is not who I am. I'm actually someone with a really good self-esteem. And I believe I'm really smart and intelligent and all of that. But my worth, that's what needed work. So I stepped back, right? And the most important thing <laughs> that anyone ever said to me because a friend of mine said to me, and this person was awesome, because they could just go, no, thanks, I don't want to do that. And I'd be in awe. And she said to me, she said, um, no is, is a sentence. No is an answer. You can just say no. And I was like, 
but I always need to explain. Like my standard behavior was, sorry, um, I can't do this for you because I have to do blah, 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 blah. So I was always explaining myself, right? I was always finding a reason why I can't help you and then feeling guilty, lying awake at night, thinking of 50 reasons why I can't help people instead of going, no, that's it. I can't help you. Boom. Full stop. Done. Okay. And that was revolutionary. And do you know that not one single person in all my life, and this was probably, when did I start doing this? This is about 10 years ago that I started this practice, right? And not one single person in that time has ever turned to me and said, have you got anything else that you're doing? Why are you saying no to me? Not one single person in all that time since I've started saying no has ever questioned me for saying no to them. And I was just like, this is incredible. So I think we, we often carry this weird idea within us that people need us to justify why we are saying no, right? So my challenge to you for this next few weeks until we do the next part of the, the boundaries discussion is slowly start saying no. Okay, challenge yourself to say no to someone every single day. And do not explain yourself. No, sorry, I can't help you. Boom, done, that's it. No, I can't. Oops, done, okay? Because the problem is that we are so conditioned to not be selfish and we are so conditioned to like always have to explain and like overthink. Actually, you don't. No one is expecting this of you. The only person who is overthinking is you. I was the only person in my head sitting and making up these elaborate excuses. No one literally gave a shit. Like they really just didn't care. And that was really, really liberating. So like I was just like, oh, this is good. And that's where it all started for me was that no is actually a sentence. No, full stop, done, boom, it's finished, right? So I challenge you to, in the next two weeks, until we get to the next podcast, is to start saying no. Just start saying no, please. Just, just see where things are hard and just one thing a day, say no and see how that feels. Because learning to put your boundaries in place and learning to understand what you need is a process, okay? Just like everything in the world, if you wanna ride your bike, you have to get on your bike and you have to practice every day. It's the same deal with boundaries. Every single day, the universe is going to literally be standing there looking at you going, okay, Yolandi, so you said you want to play with boundaries now. So let's throw as many boundary-related items your way as you can manage. And then you will see how it goes, right? Because that's the way it is. Once I put my intention out there that I want to play with my boundaries and I want to start strengthening them, I will be requested by my beautiful teams that work with me to actually show up for my new idea, to show up for the new way that I feel. Okay, so I think it's really, really important that you you just take this little challenge in and see how it feels, see what happens. The other thing that I really would love for you to look at is we need to start understanding what our boundaries are. Where are we having difficulty in our lives? And I always, you know me, if you've if you've ever worked with me, if you listen to my podcast, 
You know how I feel about self-exploration. It is the most important thing that I need to understand what my truth is. Just like that, I need to understand what my boundaries are, right? Like, I need to understand, like, what is this that I'm not wanting people to do or what I think is acceptable for people to do? So, I would love for you to sit and start breaking it down, okay? So, while you're in the car, driving to work, or just sitting around and waiting for people whenever, it doesn't even have to be a massive exercise, but I want you to start taking the areas of your life, and I always, my boundaries, my first place I needed to put boundaries was with work, I needed to put boundaries with my friends, and then I needed to put boundaries with my family. Now, my family for me wasn't so difficult, because I was the boundaryless one in the relationship with them. So it was more about me needing to change and not take on so much and asking them to help me because they were always willing. It was just me who never asked, right? Because I was superwoman and I could do everything and, and all of that. So that one for me was, was not so difficult, the boundaries with my family, but work was a massive one for me. And, um, and my friends was a massive one for me as well. So take those three areas, okay? So work, friends, and family. And it might be that your family boundaries are more difficult than mine was, right? That you need to actually go, okay, well, you know, my mom is behaving in X way, so I need to understand, like, she she's always asking for this, and, like, it's an energy drain on me, whatever it is for you, right? But but sit and think about, like, what what is everyone asking of you? What do they want from you? And do you like giving this to them? Do you think you should be giving this part of your energy to people? Because literally with boundaries, we're giving our energy, we're giving our time, we're giving bits of ourselves that we could be utilizing for something else to someone else. Now, for me, it's like you better be sure that you want to do this, right? That's why I'm very clear. Like I'm always sitting thinking, do I really want to do this for someone? Because in my heart, if I, and we've spoken about like, how does my yes and my no feel, right? So in my heart, if my heart's feeling open, when I think about doing something for a friend and I don't even question it, I'm there, right? And it doesn't mean like my boundaries are bad. It means it's acceptable for me in terms of my list of boundaries to go at that point in time and go and help my friend. That's fabulous, right? If I'm sitting in this space and someone is asking me to do something for them and my body closes up and I feel uncomfortable, that's my that's my inner intuition screaming, no, boundaries required. Okay, if someone is constantly, I don't know, um, what's an example, dropping their kids at your house without actually asking your permission and they just like literally living in your space, think about this. No, your kids can't come today. My kids have to do their homework. That's just a silly example that popped into my head now, but someone obviously needs to hear that for your work, for instance. Think about like when your bosses are giving you work. You know that you can work for eight hours a day. You know your workload is literally up to seven and a half hours. Why are you taking on the extra task? Why are you saying, yes, I'll do that when you don't physically have the time? Okay, it's again, like my boundaries around my work. I have got eight hours a day that you are paying me for. I'm happy to do nine hours of work a day, or I'm happy to do 10 hours. But you need to sit and think about this. Because if I do work for 10 hours, what am I taking away from my husband? 
What am I taking away from my relaxing time, my rejuvenation time, my refueling time, all of those things. So take your biggest issues, put them down and see where your lack of boundaries, where that is then, right? And once you can understand that, why am I doing this? Okay, why am I doing this with my boss? Why do I need my boss to like me so much? Am I going to get a promotion? Am I really going to get a promotion for this? Will I get paid more for this, even if I get a better title? All of these things matter, right? Because at the end of the day, we as people, especially when it comes to jobs, and especially because I've been in corporates, I know about what goes on there. It's like you are assuming that if you work harder, they're going to recognize you more. They're going to respect you more. And I can promise you, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, and thank God left the job. Because what happened to me was the harder I worked, the more my boss got recognized. The harder I worked, the more I killed myself, the more I pitched up at what, you know, crazy hours working myself to a standstill, the more my boss got the promotions, the more my boss won all the awards, because I made someone else look good. So think about that, because those things will break you. And they literally did break me during my career, because I, no, I had no boundaries, absolutely no boundaries. And then eventually, I started putting boundaries down. And I did so much better. I literally then would be able to like, I went to my bosses and said, you need to give me an increase. Boom, they gave me an increase. I never like worked overtime anymore, etc. But it was like, I had to get to the point where I had to put my boundaries down. Okay, so Take your take your areas and have a looky, like see who's doing what to me here, who's doing what to me here, how are they making me feel, okay, and why can I not say no to them, because that's the biggie, right? Um, say, for instance, you're having issues with your partner, and you you feel like you're doing too much at home, right, you end up like just having to cook and to clean and to look after the children, and you're working, and your partner is just not doing anything. Now, most of us are, the reason we have no boundaries as well, another big one on the list, is that we want to avoid confrontation, okay? So I don't want to have to fight with my partner about this, but I'm quite happy to kill myself, have no time for myself, and die in the process, just so that they can sit and have their beer on the couch. So now I'm asking you, really, is this what you want for yourself? The resentment that builds up, and most of the time, actually, if we just ask people to help, if we just say, this is your responsibility and that's my responsibility, it's all done. But in our heads again, we create this beautiful, dramatic scenario. And I've seen it with myself before. It's like, I will be doing something and then my husband will turn to me and he'll go, why don't you just ask me to help you? And I'm like, yeah, maybe I should, right? So I'm still learning about boundaries. And I think most of the time they're quite willing to help. But if we allow our partners to just, you know, do what they want to do, they're going to do it. If someone allowed me to do what I wanted to do all the time, I sure as hell would do it as well. Okay, so just think about like asking for help, asking your partner to help you, asking people at work for help, asking for help. That was my biggest, biggest lesson as well is people actually want to help, right? There is nothing more satisfying than someone turning to you and going, please, can you help me? And you get to say yes, because you get to be the hero, right? If you come to me and you ask me for help and I'm there, I'm the good guy. So fabulous. Why wouldn't I say? Why wouldn't I just get involved? 
I've seen it so often when I just turn around and say, can you please help me? People are always willing. Okay, and if they're not, find someone else who's willing. There's bound to be someone who will help you. And if there's no one who will help you, then you need to reevaluate. Okay, so take some time this week and take your three areas. Take your work, your friends, and your family and see, like, where's your obstacles here? Because you need to start making a change. Okay, you need to start getting into that space and going, this is how I can say no to you so that I can bring more time in for myself, so that I can bring more energy in for myself, etc. Okay, so <laughs> boundaries are so important, so, so important. I can't even stress it enough. And those worth issues that come up, <laughs> they are, yeah, they, they need to be looked at. Okay, all of us deserve to be able to live a balanced life. All of us deserve to be in a space of enough time, feeling good enough, knowing that, you know, what I am doing is good enough. But only you can give that to yourself, okay? If you're looking for that external validation like I was for so many years, oh my goodness, you will, you know, you will just burn yourself out and it's not worth it, okay? So most of us, most of us really, really know how good we are at stuff. You know how good you are at your job. You know how good you are at being a friend or a mum or a dad. You know these things about yourself. So you can choose to live according to that, okay? So if you're really, really being realistic and thinking about it, you have the ability to say no to people. It's just a choice. Like everything that I speak about all the time, all of it is just a choice, okay? So that's my challenge to you this week. Take some time and start analyzing like who these people are and where your challenges are. And then next week we'll start working a bit more and deeper into boundaries and really just understanding also how we can bring the masculine energy in when we work with boundaries. Because boundarylessness for me is very much linked to... Um, being out of alignment between the masculine and the feminine. So when I when I think about boundaries, I think about masculine energy, right? I think about um, something that is contained. I think about something that's firm. Um, I think about something that is like, um, how can I put, what's a good word for it? It's, a, it's sort of like um, there's a wall, right? So boundaries are like, it's exactly what it is. It's like a wall and the masculine energy is contained. It is like, it's firm in its behavior. It can say no, it knows what's good and it knows what's right for it. Where the feminine energy again is like, she's all fluid and lovely and she just wants to love and nurture and help and all of that. And when she gets to just sort of just take over, you know, she'll just like be completely taken over, but she needs to work with the masculine energy. And then we bring the masculine and the feminine energy together so that they can be in balance so that the masculine energy can check in on the feminine energy and go, oh, I see you're looking a bit depleted there. There's too much flow there. There's too much going out. There's not enough coming in. Okay, the masculine energy helps us to bring in the energy again, not just give it out, give it out, give it out. Okay, so we'll work a bit more with this concept next week. But for this week, your homework is literally to start saying no. Please let me know how it goes. And then also 
take your three areas, work, friends, and family, and start looking at who are your boundary issue people there, okay? Who are the people that's sucking your energy dry, taking advantage of you, who you are not saying no to? And then next week, we'll start working on some really cool strategies as to how you can start, other than saying no, how we can start being more assertive and working in like, how can I actually start implementing some strategies as to firm up my boundaries, okay? Because that's what we're here to do. We're here to basically ensure that our energy is preserved. And I love, um, is it Rebecca Campbell? She always talks about filling up your own cup. So you need to fill up your cup so that you're in the best possible position so that you can then help other people from a space of having enough energy and wanting to do it, which is a beautiful place to come from. Okay, so B is for boundaries. <laughs> do your homework this week. Check it out. See what happens. Let me know how it goes. And then next week, we are going to talk a little bit more about strategy and how we can actually start working with this properly and implement some really good ideas as to how to pull in those boundaries. Okay, so fabulous. So if you enjoyed um, today's little chat, do give me a star rating, please. It always helps. And have a fantastic day further. And I will see you very soon for part two of Beers for Boundaries. Thank you.